This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Thank you for joining us on 19 Cats and Counting, my fellow kitty lovers. We are super excited. We have wanted this man to talk to us for so long, and he's finally here. You may not know the name Sterling Davis, but I'm pretty sure you know about the Trap King. And that's who we've got today. We are so excited to get into this. We'll be right back after a sponsored ad. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my lovely BFF business partner and, according to my husband, work wife, Rita Reimers. I'm here. I love the little dancing thing you do. You guys are listening on Pet Life Radio. Don't see that. But once we put the video up on YouTube, you get to see Linda's little dancing thing as we go into break. It's kind of me. You know, you can't say anything that I can't turn into a song. And danced it. Well, that's why we get along so well in the same way. But anyway. I got spirit in me. Everybody just disengaged because I don't want to waste stop. I don't want to waste time talking to you. Yes. I talk to you all Let's the time. Wait. Okay. Thanks. Love you too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to Sterling Trap King. No Welcome doubt. to the show. Welcome Sterling. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Y'all are hilarious. Thank you. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> if you can't laugh at life, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's a true statement there. That's a true statement. Right. Life can be rough. Just laugh your way through it and make a joke, babies. (laughs) I I was reading a little bit on your website, Sterling, about how you got involved in this. For those people who don't really know, tell us your story. So, yeah, I actually have been into music and entertainment my whole life, actually. I, I always loved cats and animals. It's the reason I was vegetarian at a young age, but I never was in a rescue or anything like that. I've always done music and entertainment. So it happened literally in between music tours when it hit me that I got into this world. This world kind of ran up on me because I was just trying to find something to do in between music tours. And I saw on Craigslist just a shelter needing help. And it was scooping litter for cats. It was helping with the cats and scooping litter. And at the time, I had a cat named Rick James and I love cats. So I'm like, oh, this is easy. This is I can do that. Yeah. Right? Responsibility. I just do this and then I go back on tour. But while I was there, I saw how rare it was for men, for black men, especially to be with cats. Yeah. So it was like one of those light bulb epiphany type moments where it was like, 
I think I need to stay in this world. So God said, this is your calling. <laughs> right. Um, I'm finally showing you what your purpose is in life. Right. Right. As much as I love music and I still love music, but sure. it was really like, hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. What so kind of music did you play? Rap. I did rap. I played yeah. when I was young. I actually played the violin. <laughs> I took violin lessons, too. That's a hard instrument. <laughs> it was hard for me because it wasn't cool back then. All yeah. the guys yeah, that's true. Yeah, they used to make fun of me. Like I was on a football team and they they walked by and saw me playing Mary Had a Little Lamb and it was like <laughs> jokes. Game over. You're yeah, jokes it was, now. <laughs> yeah, it was like way too bad. I, I'm just trying yeah. to picture, I don't know, were you always a big guy that, you know, because I'm just trying to picture this big black dude well, playing he was Mary playing Had a Little football. Lamb on his violin. It's just like yeah, I'm missing it. something here. You know what? It's all I've always been eccentric, I guess, is the word. I've, oh, I've always it's a good word like Jimi Hendrix and Prince. So it was for me, it was it was fitting for me to play the instrument. Nobody else was playing. So sure. <laughs> I love that. There's nothing you're wrong with being company here or yeah. eclectic <laughs> or whatever you want to label yourself. There's you're nothing wrong with company. being a little different. You know, if you're yeah. like everyone else, you don't stand out. Right, right. I'm, I'm exactly. like that was that was my problem in the military. I was too oh. much of an individual, so it was tough. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, military is major. What branch did you serve in? Navy. Thank Navy. My daddy's a Navy man. I have right. a little special oh. thing. Yes. You got to tell the- your dad, hoorah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. His ship is actually dry docked in Norfolk, Virginia, and I want to go see it someday. You know, imagining my daddy before I was born, you know, and all of his crazy stories, which weren't all appropriate for the air. But we'll I know them. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know some of those stories. I know about so funny. <laughs> Where'd you get your tattoo, dad? <laughs> went on leave. I woke up. My arm hurt. <laughs> good story. Good story. Story, good story. You see all the vibes. That's why I have. Yeah, I got some tattoo stories. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. a tattoo virgin. We keep saying when we finally land our TV mm-hmm. show, the first episode, she and her daughter Nikki are gonna drag me in. We're trying so hard. Get my my daughter's tattoo. Got, my daughter's got a cat right here with little cat prints across that. I've got a cat on my foot, and I'm like, you have to get a cat on you. And oh, yeah. I'm scared. I'm like, I'm a big fat it. chicken, so I'm gonna have to be somewhat inebriated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take care of you. All yeah. right, we got we got our plan at least in motion. Right, right, right. So how did you go from scooping litter boxes to to Trap new to release. Yeah, it's a big leap. So, yeah, I was. So it was really just the litter. I mean, well, the scooping litter, helping out with the cats. And eventually the CEO, she came to me and was like, do you know what TNR is? You ever heard of TNR? And I'm like, what you talking about? A drug, a dance? Like, I don't, I don't know. What, what is TNR? The new oh, rap group. A lot right, of people right, don't, don't know what that means. means. A lot of people don't know. don't know. Like, so <laughs> she came to me with that because she felt like I was good with people you know, probably a breath of fresh air from what's really usually out there and probably sure. to help some of the cat ladies. But then I didn't know. So she told me we're going to promote you to community cat coordinator, took me through a ton of training. Like I remember for a while, I was just going to best friends conferences and going out <gasps> trapping with different ladies that did TNR. So she just trained me up real good on TNR and community cat care. So when she put me out there on my own, I started seeing like, okay, where I could fit, what my niche was. And I fell in love with it because again, I didn't know I'm usually, sure. the, I'm usually the guy that's going to do what everybody else isn't doing. So I knew amongst my friends, I was weird. I was a weird cat guy. 
But I didn't, know, <laughs> I didn't know it was so taboo for black men all over the world to not have cats or to not. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Like, that. like, yeah. So I was like, OK, that's I'm supposed to change that. That's what I want to change. So I started to focus on that a lot more heavily. Do you actually go out and do the physical trapping as well? And you do. Oh, How did you it? feel trapping. the first time you did it? <laughs> the first time you went out to trap, what went on? I mean, were you nervous about it? I mean, really, when I the first few times I was going out, I was going with women that had been doing it forever. So it was good. It was it was real easy for me. It was more so like just fun, bounty hunting. When I started doing it on my own, it was like I had to learn certain things. I had to learn that, OK. I need to, my vehicle probably shouldn't look like the <laughs> the 18 van or yeah, something. Right. Like I, shouldn't, I shouldn't look intimidating when I go in these right. neighborhoods. So, and then I, I, I also, I was like, okay, let me make sure that I inform the community before I go into a neighborhood and not just pop up with traps like, hey, I'm here, <laughs> I'm about to rescue your cats. Right. So it was a learning process. Your vehicle probably wasn't what it should been. Right. I had to learn that you want to have a vehicle that's saying what you're doing so you don't scare the heck out of people coming I'm in. I'm actually looking at it right now on your website. Right. I'm actually looking at a photo of it right now. I the love guy it. guy pulls up, I've come for your cats. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that guy doing? Before that RV, I had a van, like a conversion van, much smaller than I was living out of. So that the RV now is an upgrade, a uh, big upgrade. That's nice. I'm sure the people in the neighborhood would if with if you weren't labeled, the people in the neighborhood would be like, what's this man doing creeping around our bushes? Right. 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 Stranger danger. Stranger danger. (laughs) For those of you listening to the podcast, I'd like to paint a picture for you. So Sterling came on and said that, you know, we weren't wearing our cat ear headphones. So we put them on and he's wearing his own cat ears and looks lovely. And we fell in love with him at that moment. If we didn't already love him. We right away reach for our cat ears exactly like, okay yes. we can do yes. this now. and he's holding I, a beautiful white kitty named alanis alanis muisset yes yes she is gorgeous Meow. i keep i keep i've told my husband before when i saw a white cat that i loved i said but we don't have a white one and he's no. like these aren't shoes <laughs> <laughs> we have 11 cats and a small dog what are you right. doing <laughs> linda's husband was not a cat person but he's been converted. He'll even wear, we got him when we were in LA, we, we got him a uh, kitty cat bathing trunks. trunks. Yeah. And oh, he'll wear, he'll they're wear obnoxious them. and I love them, but my husband is very much <laughs> like me. You know, I, I couldn't have married him. He's like, I don't give a crap. So yeah, it's, it's amazing. So <laughs> he was like <laughs> one cat, just one cat. Yeah. So okay, that, yeah two when he finally cats. gave in, because my daughter and I were volunteering at a shelter and we kept talking about Supra and finally he was like, all right, one cat. Just one. And, you know, we looked around for flying pigs and, you know, the world coming to Armageddon, you know, anything. It's but hell it on fire. It happened. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> so we got the cat. And then I said, you know, they really do better in two, two, just two cats. <laughs> we have 11 cats in this house. Sterling, I got to tell you. And then like when she adopted the kitten, later. he's like, why didn't exactly. I adopt a kitten before? Yes. They're so much fun. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We can't resist the ones, that be, especially <laughs> the special ones, the FIV positive cats, the yep. Rita's got a cat with three legs. You know, we, those are our cats, right? Like I we're have- the weirdos that come into the shelter and go, who's peeing on beds? That's right. the cat I'm taking home, right? Like, <laughs> So you're <laughs> on wheels, Sterling. You're you're all over the place. Where are you now and why are you there? 
right now I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. I do a lot of work with a group out here called the Asheville Cat Weirdos. So shout out to the Asheville Cat Weirdos. Yes. And I'm also about to start doing some work with the ASPCA out here too. Love it. So I travel a lot between Asheville, North Carolina and Atlanta. You have to make a stop in the Charlotte area because that's where I am. I would love to meet you. I'm just 30 miles south of Charlotte. I'm going to travel the world to go everywhere. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. When your home is on wheels, look, that is amazing. You can, I, look, I know you love this. I know this was your choice. I know you're having a great time, but you literally gave up your life for cats. And that's, you know, no matter what you do, that alone, we're in love with you. It's just over, right? Like, you Thank know, you. it's just, Thank that's what it is. I would literally encourage people to really, it, I think Jim Carrey, I read something about Jim Carrey saying it. He said it best. He was like, he was saying, I wish everybody could just get rich and famous so they could figure out what really made them happy. So true. So true. And that is like a big deal. Like you could have so much money and things, but if you could find out what really makes you happy and live doing it. Hey, that's, okay. That's I gave up a six figure job to work with cats uh, almost 20 years ago. And yeah. I don't have a lot of money now. In fact, sometimes I'm not sure how I'm going to make it, but <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Story I'm of our here. lives, right? Sterling, like, we <laughs> yes. got that. I, everybody I talk to, they'd be like, man, I saw you on TV and they think I'm rich and doing good. And they found out they see how I'm living. They like, what in the world are you doing? But exactly. I feel good, though. And throughout the country, it's a lot of cats that's I'm I responsible know. for helping them. That feels good. That's a big that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Well, yeah, you're preventing so many births, you know, whether doing the TNR. Yeah, we all love kittens, but it's kitten season now. And we're going to be inundated, the shelters, the rescues, the neighborhoods everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and those cats don't have, somebody asked me the other day, I write on Quora about behavior stuff because our, our big goal is you're getting them off the streets. We're trying to keep them in their homes and keep yeah. them from getting surrendered. You or know, the other end, 134,400 cats are surrendered just to us shelters each year for behavior problems. Just for behavior. We can problems. fix those. We can fix them. Yes. That yes. doesn't so, count you know, the ones that people rehome or the ones that people open the door and say, go be free. Kick out. Doesn't even count or those. the private rescues. Yeah. That's just so it may, and that's just in the US. So that's just in one year. So just imagine it. Yeah. Somebody had written to me on Quora and said, I don't get it. What's the point of TNR? So I, me? I did the math. I know, right? Like, uh, really? So I did the math and ended up with, you know, 8 billion cats that can result from one or whatever that number was. It was a crazy number. And I said, can you even imagine how overrun with cats we'd be? And then look at these cats. They're getting hit by cars. They're getting attacked by animals. They're getting sick and there's no human to help them. They're suffering. How can we just stand there and let that happen? It's hard crazy. to even think about. It's very crazy. Yeah, I don't even know. Like once you see it, it's one thing to not know it that is happening and it's out there. But once you see it and to not make a move, it's, it's crazy. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Know. Now, my big question is I get trapped in the cats. I, I've had an escapee once that I had to trap and we accidentally trapped a feral and she <laughs> went spazoid. And I thought, OK, I got the trap part. Oh, but in all seriousness, what do you do with these wild animals? How do you even <laughs> open the door? I feel like, ah! you know? <laughs> well, for one, you have to have you have to have a partnership with a, a veterinarian, right, to ha- to do oh, yeah. the actual neuter. Oh, yeah. So once they once you got them in the trap, you know, you got to they go. They're going to be mad. Like, who wouldn't be if we, you know, if you sure. go in a restaurant and the door shut and everything, it's like you're going to be scared. So it's already traumatic, but you cover them up 
first. First and foremost, you want to cover them up with okay. a blanket or sheet that calms them down because they're not, they don't feel as exposed and out like they feel real. And I'm actually working on, I'm trying to get something right now where, because people usually cover traps, but I would love if we had traps that was, uh, that had something like a feel away type of deal on it that calmed the cat as well while covering sure. so something. Something or that like was a blanket cat that calm, calm in the food. Cat calm in the food, Linda. Hey, yeah, hey, you crazy cat ladies. Do you know who they are? Right, you know, there's crazy cat yeah. ladies. Yeah. I need to talk to Jay and Adrian about that. Yeah, they're my girls. They're awesome. They yeah, 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 we <laughs> love them. We are like a little bit obsessed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, there yeah, are a couple products. Girl. I um, my daughter had to move back home. Can't live without ago. convivial house cat. Uh, yeah, convivial house cats. The other one. Yeah, uh huh. We're we're gonna we're gonna give you some information. This is these are our little trade secrets for behavior issues but uh, yeah I uh my daughter had to move back home after we lost her husband to COVID a year and a half ago and she had four cats and I had seven so that's how we got 11 and it was integrating. ugly it was very ugly was like ugly. I was just gonna move into a hotel and let him call me when it was over but uh and I'm a behaviorist right but uh you know putting two clouders together especially you know her cats were grieving um Sebastian had been you know intubated and in a coma for like 26 days before he even passed so you know dad disappears mom disappears now we're at grandma's house what is happening to us you know and dad never came back yeah so uh fighting things for anxiety became our top priority (laughs) this is actually from uh catfairies.com yeah 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 well then we love the cat calm from two crazy cat ladies too yeah i use both of those yeah it's cat calm in the in the meal and then i like the convivial because it's a spray so you can spray it in the trap you can spray it on your hand and pet Um, the cat you can you know so spray it on a cloth and put it in there uh, yeah 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 yeah, exactly. that would be something like that. I would do like, yeah, like a like for the cover to a common agent. But yeah. we don't you know, once the cats, once they get trapped and then they go to the clinic, once you got a scheduled appointment with the clinic, with the vet, then you, when you take them to get spayed or neutered, they had them. They they got their ways. They don't open that door, though. Uh, <laughs> no, they probably I, yeah. I had a cat that was so anxious. They used to have to gas her while she was in the carrier. That's probably what they do. <laughs> She was serious. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was yes. nasty girl. Well, she was a feral yeah. kitten when I got her. So that, some of that feralness retained. That was precious. Money. Ah, okay. I was wondering. Precious. I was going through oh, your You know list. what? Yeah. We have to take a real quick break. Oh, we'll be right no. back. Okay. I'm so fascinated by this whole conversation. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
We're back with 19 Cats and Counting, my lovely co-host Linda Hall, and the awesome Trap King himself, Sterling Davis. I'm in love with yeah, you baby. already. <laughs> we are. Yes, we are, we are, we are. You, I can't begin to guess how many miles you've logged, how much money you've spent doing this, and how many lives you've saved, Sterling. Not just the ones that you got off the street, but the babies those cats were going to have. Yeah, yeah. The babies, the, I mean, there's been situations like I didn't know until I got out there really doing it that cats can, they can be pregnant at four months old. Yes, they can. And I've had cats four it's months scary. old. I'm thinking, and the vet is telling me, you know, Sterling, thank you. I don't think that cat would have made it through carrying these babies. Right. So it would have been bad all the way around. It could have been a, a real bad situation had I not. They're almost as bad as rabbits. Almost. Rabbits can start at three months. Cats yeah. four months. Wow. Yeah. Um, and cats, too, they can get pregnant while they're pregnant. So you can have different fathers. Yeah. And it's like I, all of that stuff is like, wow, cats are really out there doing it. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. are. They really yeah, are. they are. <laughs> I don't know. You know, the podcast people can't see behind me, but the oh. I well, what, down. When you I was going to say the really fluffy Maine Coon looking one on the bed, but now she got off She's the bed and the gray and white are brother and sister. And the two boys look very much alike. And then we've got this Maine Coon and we're going different. No mama. And they can get pregnant while they're nursing, too. So right, before right. they're even done weaning the current kittens, they can get pregnant again. It's really and, bad. And seniors. We've seen really old. Cats oh, my peanut. But my peanut. His mom was 15 years old. Wow. I don't know how she did. and then the people are like, I was volunteering with Save a Life Rescue in L.A. when they brought him in. I don't know how our 15 year old got pregnant. Well, obviously, you let her outside and you didn't you didn't get her spayed. How long? Right, she wasn't spayed. And exactly. yeah. Luckily, <laughs> it she was only a miracle. We should rename her the Virgin Mary. Okay? Well, I was going to no. say that's the Virgin Mary. Kitty right. Right. That's right. <laughs> people are they just they just don't know. They don't understand. And the key is education. And not only are you out there doing TNR, Sterling, you're educating people. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, on a, on a lot of different things, because for one, like we were talking about earlier is, again, the behavior of it. A lot of times I've gotten into working with people with just taking their cats to the vet on the simple things of like whistle training, clicker training and leaving your carrier out in the open. Yeah, so like that. It doesn't come out like don't know that. <laughs> Yeah, so many people just pull it out and be like, I don't understand why when I pull it out, they go running. Stop pulling it out. For one, just leave it out. <laughs> to me, that's common sense. And I just can't believe we have to tell people that in our sessions. We have to understand cats thought process right yeah. you could get a dog to do that yeah. uh, but you know cats strange sights strange smells they're both predator and prey in nature so they don't like change they don't like new things you just pulled that out of a closet it smells different it looks right. funny i gotta decide if i can trust it or not for him get and why are you chasing me and trying yeah, to yeah, shove yeah. me in why are you so pressed about getting me in here Exactly. <laughs> I had to take Oliver in this morning and it was easy peasy one two three i had to take him in monday too he's having he's got a hematoma on his ear he's having taken care of right now i'm, I'm a nervous mommy because <laughs> i know he'll be okay but whenever they have to go under i get nervous oh yeah That's so let me ask you so one of the biggest things that we hear is you know that people feel that it's inhumane to keep their cats inside that cats should be able to explore and climb trees and do their thing what is your answer to that you know that's the thing like we we have to understand that cats are alive and they have different personalities, different feelings. You have cats that would prefer to be outside. 
And then you have cats that want to be inside. My girls, both of them are rescued. Neither one of them want to be outside. Yeah, they've been there, done that. <laughs> I can walk them out on a leash, but, you know, it's full of treats. And it's after a while, they're like, hey, okay. I, t- I tried to take my cat Demita in the snow, and she was looking at it like, I don't know what you think I'm supposed to do with this, <laughs> but we're going back inside. So She's, She's like, one, daddy, exactly. I'm a diva. I don't step right, in the Exactly. Okay. So you <laughs> what are you thinking? Some cats just love to be outside. And then you got some cats that want to be inside. You have cats that want to do both. I've been in areas where cats are indoor, outdoor. I think understanding that they're alive and they're going to want to exercise their options like any other thing that's alive. That's the case. But if you're going to let them out, you need to spay and neuter because otherwise they're out there making babies. If you're going to let them out, I would hope that they have a collar, they ear tipped and microchip. Yes. If you're going to let them outside. Yes. So I hope yes. you're taking those methods, because if not, they may run into somebody like me, which I do check for microchips. Sure. If I catch a cat. So and if I see a collar, you know, I do take those precautions. But if you, you know, if your cat going to be outside, you definitely want to spay, neuter. Yeah. And I would definitely get a collar. Yeah, microchip. For sure. You and, might and not you get a bath. You need to know where you are and who your neighbors are. We've seen. Right. We've seen and heard things that I can't even repeat without getting ill or no, crying, don't. and I don't want to mess up the makeup. I work very hard on it, so <laughs> you know, vanity. Um, so but, uh, you know, I, I told somebody once, you know, your neighbors may not like your cats. Um, you know, I my dad was a, a GM guy. He got a new car every two years, and I remember one day we had a neighbor that fed all the neighborhood cats, and you know, had eight million cats on her lawn, and my dad came out and there were these paw tracks on his brand new car. Oh man. I've never seen them. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he lost it. And, that know, was ugly. Uh huh. And we had indoor outdoor cats that have, you know, dug up our flowers to use my, as a litter box or, you know, we had one hanging out on a top set by the door it was so friendly, but he was really full of fleas. And I ended up bringing fleas in my house. You know, you yeah. have to understand that your neighbors might not appreciate that cat. And some will let it go like me because it's not the cat's fault, but others will do really awful things. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. you can't keep a we cat in your yard unless you have a catio or something. So, you know, we love the catio. You know know your you, area, know your surroundings. Are you finding, Sterling, that more men are getting involved in not just TNR, but cat ownership since you're leading the way and educating them? Yeah, I can see it. I, I see it coming, you know, happening more. It's, it's what's funny is, is that I see not only are more men getting engaged, but a lot of it is men that have been engaged and just secret or quiet about it are yes. saying it now because you right. had a lot of guys like I went out looking when I first got started and it was hard, you know, even going to certain cities right now, I'll go to a, a place and I'll speak somewhere and then I'll have guys later on and they walk up to me like, hey, I got two cats. Oh. And like, <laughs> we whispering about that. Like, why, why is it a secret that you love cats? Like, but that's, I see, I see a lot of that now. So I see a lot of new guys getting engaged. Yeah. And I also see guys that's been engaged and been doing it, not as afraid to talk Being about more it. open. Yeah, Let me just tell uh, any men that are listening right now. You're probably going to say what I was thinking. Heterosexual men anyway. Yes, we ma'am. think that's sexy, sexy. Okay. You remember Elijah Jones that works for us? I mean, that guy's yes, got crazy, like six, six. 
big black guy. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, yeah. and we we were doing we we're shooting something for this is L.A. And they yeah. brought a kitten and I've got this picture. Little Elijah. <laughs> little tiny little kitten. And it's like, That'll do you've it. never been so handsome in your life, Elijah. This was it. That'll do it. That's how That'll I do it. Of, we couldn't we couldn't get him to adopt one. Not quite. But Elijah, you, are you, listening? you no, would just... be surprised. And I've told people so many times, two of the things that got that helped me get guys engaged was the concept of guys finally saying, wait a minute, you be out there all night with all of those ladies. <laughs> That's you with all of those women. It's just you. And I'm all like, yeah, yourself. that. And remote control drop traps because it's a trigger and it's kind of video gamey gadget like right. That's, that's a, a fun thing for a guy. That's a thing. Is, listen, those two things got more guys help me get more men engaged I than you would believe. Just the whole trigger point of it of that remote control uh-huh. drop trap. Guys were losing their mind. Like, oh, okay, I can do that. That's dope. I can do that. I do that. Waiting for my target. Yeah. Right. <laughs> man, man, uh, uh, uh. Like I was like, wow, we are. <laughs> trapping ninjas out there yes <laughs> it is a guy thing. it really is it's it's yeah girls hey. don't necessarily be sitting out in the cold weather and trapping cats it is kind of a dude thing but and not just men but the black community i i saw what's her name lashonda, lashonda. gifford gifford something like yeah. that i don't know we love her um i saw her on a podcast she She's owns the paw shop in Ooh. florida let's give her yes. a plug oh, yes yeah, yes talking about. yes you know lashonda yeah, she's I- yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was on a yeah, podcast far. basically about diversity and the lack of diversity. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah. And I start thinking I've never met a black vet. <laughs> and I was talking to Rita yeah, and I said, yeah. Rita had a, a cat sitting company for over 17 years. And I was executive Just director for, for the last three. And I was like, I think we only had two people of color the entire time. I was like, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like. Wait, so we reached out to her and said, we'd be in our podcast. We need to talk about this. We need to discuss four, this. Four, 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 four people. It's horrible. And it's not that we were turning them down. It's the two, la- two ladies right? and two men. That's the, that's the reason why I say diversity is so important. That's why that's one of the things that helped me get into it, because I started one of my major situations that I always remember is I was returning cats and some guys walked up to me and I'm in a predominantly black neighborhood and dudes walked up to me and they like, Hey, you know, white people put tracking devices and diseases in cats and dump them back in black communities to hurt. And I was like, what? That's not, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening at all. But that right there, that lets you know how important the communication and education has to be because what are cat ladies going through when they go in these neighborhoods? How are they being looked at? If that's the thing, then you're going to have a lot of people getting ran out of these neighborhoods sure. and they're just trying to help cats. Sure. So the education is, is so important. Diversity is so important, not just to be able to go in these neighborhoods, but to engage to other educate people, get more help. Sure. You got to get more help because this people literally was thinking that I, I had to tell, I've I said, never heard that one. Well, of I course, we wouldn't cure it, Linda, because I you had know. never heard of. Right. It. Yeah. Like, I'm sitting there like, man, y'all believe I was like, why would why would it be in cats? Why wouldn't it be something that we supposed to typically like? Like, why wouldn't it be pit bulls or, or something like that? Like, right? that doesn't even make all the way sense. But that's the type of stuff that can get put out there before. I know. You know it. 
is hurting the mission. So it's extremely important. I hate that there's still such a divide between black people and white people. I really hate it. I don't see color. I mean, I know we have different ethnic backgrounds and I embrace that. I mean, I see it to the same extent as I see that Rita's blonde and I'm brunette, but it just doesn't right. matter, right? Like, she's no better or worse than me. She thinks you know she's those better than me, but she's not. You know. But ah, see, there she goes. There she goes. <laughs> Got news for you, girl. This is all Miss Clarell. I'm gray as heck. But anyway, <laughs> which but is kind of like blonde. You're not only helping the cats, you're helping the neighborhood because... These people don't want their neighborhoods overrun by cats. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, That's, I tell people all the time it's TNR is good if you love cats and if you don't love cats, right. because humane population control. Exactly. Even when the bird, a lot of bird people, I get so many messages from. Birds. Oh, I know. Like, bird people. I love y'all. We are on the same team. I promise you yes. because it's humane population control. So it's better for the birds. It's better. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, that's always a, a tough battle because people are like, oh, cats are this or that. Trust me, if you love them, it's good. If you don't, it's sure. good. It's good. Sure. We're going to tell, we're going to help you out so <laughs> right. they're not overrunning. We've done several behavior sessions with people that what triggered the cat's behavior, which made him aggressive and or peeing all over the place, was the neighborhood cats. cats out by the window yeah. that they smelled. Cats are territorial. Get out of my yard. I am now going to spray the yard to teach you a lesson. My yep. mother doesn't appreciate it, but that's okay. Especially if they're not spayed and neutered, you know, because even yeah. a, a neutered male knows when there's a, a, a female in heat out there. Oh, you can smell. I've uh-huh. been trapping. You can smell an unneutered male. You can know. I mean, yeah. I can, oh, I God, yes. And I'm like, oh, I smell the male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very mm-hmm. pungent very round oh, smell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. And, Things you know, the nose a little <laughs> yeah it does uh-huh and it just you know but to control that you know we people have to get in and do something and everybody can do something right like you know oh, look yeah. in your community is there is there a, a tnr thing in your community i know our animal shelter loans out their humane traps for that's no how you, money that's how you that's, got that's how i caught that's yeah. how I caught the orange boy behind me who was right now grooming himself. Oh, brat. But uh, yeah, kismet. That's my FIV kitty that that was adopted. And, and as I told you before we started, yeah, I there was a uh, shelter in Waxhaw, North Carolina that uh, she she's was in watching Wilmington this now. colony. And she was, yes, yeah, in Wilmington now. And she was watching this colony and she was determined to catch him. And she caught that orange boy and he was just purr purr love love and he's like, like you're not feral he's not feral and <laughs> right he was right just hanging out for protection and he was beat up ear mites fleas fiv skinny, positive he was just skinny. a mess skinny 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 skin and bone skinny and such like, a lover but nobody wanted him so he got flown to ohio and i adore him and uh and then we got his girlfriend and i wouldn't have him if it weren't for someone doing TNR. I love that. I love that. I will tell you, my oldest daughter has a seizure disorder that they just cannot get under control. And once it starts, she always knows when it's coming. And once it starts, nothing stops it. And she came in my room a couple of years ago. Now, now we keep Kismet on hand. And she said, it's starting. I need to sit down. I need you to watch me. I'm getting hot. And Kismet came in the room, beelined for her, jumped up on her, got close, started purring. I'm going to actually cry and stopped <laughs> her seizure dead in the tracks. And he can do it every time. Yeah. Wow. It's been more than once he's done that. And that I have amazing. that cat because someone did TNR. That is amazing. But it says a lot. It should say a lot, though. That I, Wow. 
Yeah, wow. that, that kept my heart uh, for many, many reasons. She keeps threatening to steal him. And pe- people are like, <laughs> he helps her. You have to. I'm not letting him go. He's mine. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so how can people get more involved with TNR Sterling in their neighborhoods? Oh, I, I like to always uh, tell people. I mean, of course, you can follow me, uh, trapkinghumane.org. Follow me on social media. But I always love to tell people, too. To uh to look up uh Alley Cat Allies their website. Oh yeah, I know them. Mm-hmm. Oh man, their website is amazing. I always I like to refer people there, and then just locally, locally, if you go to your local county shelter, you will be surprised at especially animal control at how much they would prefer if there's already a group or if there's not a group, they would prefer a group because it's a lot on them. We don't have one here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't anymore either. They really? they when I was talking to um, the lady that owned a local shelter, my favorite shelter around here, and she said they worked tirelessly at a trailer park and they finally had everybody. Tra- but it's just, you know, they, it just happens again. Right. Somebody yeah. lets their cat out. You got it. That's why a lot of people say trap, neuter, return. And they add an M in there for maintain, which is maintain the colony. And that's a that's an important thing. That's 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 important. But once you have that that TNR, that colony, and you maintain that colony, it's a lot easier and helpful too, because again, the things that you probably don't want in the neighborhood, the cats can help keep out. Oh, exactly. My daughter had a a neighbor when she was uh, living, sharing it like a duplex and the neighbor had a heart for cats. So she used to leave food out to feed the strays. But Oh, I remember that. It was untenable. There were cats everywhere. One mama had her cats on the, had her babies on the roof. And Nikki said, one day she looked out the window and there were kittens dropping, rolling down like snow. (laughs) They were okay. Bring it back up. And yeah. And and there, there's a park really close there and they were getting hit and there were cats that were ill or had issues or, one had a wonky eye and it was just it was every, too much you know if every city one everywhere cat, has this issue exactly exactly and the city actually forced her to stop threatening to find her to stop feeding the cats because it was creating such an issue but then how do you not feed the cat right yeah. like and that's one thing another thing that people don't understand what you got because i deal with apartment complexes and hoas oh yeah those are famous say, hey, for those don't feed the cats we'll find you but here's the thing without some type of proper TNR program, the cats, there is no extermination. Whatever reason those cats came, even if you could exterminate and pull all those cats out, more will come. That's called the vacuum effect. There's a reason for that. So, But if you maintain the colony, then those cats that are there will be the only cats there and they'll keep the other cats from coming in. That's right. Exactly. They'll, yeah. tell them, they'll go in like, hey, these cats got weird ear tips. They not mating. I got to fight over right. food. I'm out of here. Right. It's not, it's not There's something I'm really out. wrong with these guys. <laughs> I don't know. Here. I'm just leaving. I'm not. I'm going to another neighborhood. <laughs> I can't people. populate here. So I'm <laughs> not exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if you yeah. can't, if you can't physically go out and join and do TNR, you can support, you know, go to trapkinghumane.org, donate, donate yeah, to your yeah. local rescues that are doing TNR. Look at your cat. Which one is that? Oh. Kizzy? Hello, look at right back there, there. baby. You want up here? Hey, what you doing? He's posing for you. He, he, he usually right. likes to lay on the back of my chair. I don't know why he's hesitating, but he is there like, because of TNR. <laughs> That's right. This man, <laughs> this man does what saved you, was- brought you here. You should be very thankful. <laughs> Give him a nice meow. Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> we're physically. over on time and I hate to end this. We would love to have you back. But any last words of wisdom for people, Sterling? Hey, I would say, you know, 
what we everything we're talking about with TNR, ton of different opinions, but the alternative to this is death. Okay. That's that's the alternative. So what we're doing again is good if you love cats. It's good if you don't. And as always, you don't lose cool points for compassion. <laughs> I love that. I That's love a good that. phrase. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for being with us. I hope you'll come back again. I hope you'll come through the Charlotte area so we can meet in person. We'll make sure Linda comes down. I was going to say, let me know first, woman. For you do sure. behind my back. You're in so much trouble. I would <laughs> never do that. I know where you live and I have a key to your door. <laughs> I would never do that. Never, never. The lovely Linda Hall, my co-host in everything, including my BFF in life, my work wife, Trap King Sterling Davis, who does such awesome work out there, and Mark Winter, our producer, who gave us the spot on Pet Life Radio. Thank you so much. Until next time, remember, every day is Saturday. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.